Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 99. This episode is brought to you by Pretty Nerdy Press. If you want your educational posters to blend seamlessly into your home decor without sticking out like a sore thumb, then check out all the beautiful goodies that Pretty Nerdy Press has to offer. And don't forget to use the code 41MORE at checkout for 10% off your order. You can find Pretty Nerdy Press really easily by going to 41more.com forward slash pretty nerdy. It's beautiful educational art and gifts for people that appreciate good design. Hey, and welcome to episode 99. We're almost at 100, and it's a super fun uh, place to be. I love this podcast, and I hope you find it encouraging to listen in every week. Today, I've got a really great interview in store for you with Julie from HeritageLetter.com. Now, I had no idea Heritage Letter existed a few weeks ago. You know how you're just kind of existing in the homeschool world, and then you learn about a different product or a different company? Well, I, it's kind of a roundabout way we heard about Heritage Letter, but my daughter is in Squilt, and you heard me uh, interview Mary Prather from Squilt uh, in a few episodes back. And in an email from Mary, she mentioned HeritageLetter.com uh, because one of their letters really meshed well with one of the music lessons that Mary was doing on her Squilt Live membership. So long story short, I contacted Julie and we got to receive a bunch of her heritage letters in the mail. My seven-year-old daughter just fell in love with this concept. And I think that if you want a really cool way to um, engage your kids in American history and American geography, you are going to love what Heritage Letter has to offer. It is a subscription or membership-based model where you pay, and every month you get these Heritage Letters sent in the mail. It's really affordable, and honestly, you know when grandparents ask if they can buy something for the kids at Christmas, and you're thinking, oh, I don't want more big plastic toys in my house, right? Well, think along the lines of educational gifts, and I think Heritage Letters are just the perfect gift that grandparents or aunts and uncles or whoever can buy for your kids. It's going to be educational and it's going to be a lot of fun. So check out this little chat I had with Julie. I will stick links to all her sites and where you can find her online. You can find everything in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 99. Okay, here's my chat with Julie from heritageletter.com. Hey, Julie, thanks for joining us today. Hey, how are you? Great. So some of my listeners may already be familiar with you, but some may not. So I'd love to start with just a little introduction. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Okay. So I call us kind of a homesteading, homeschooling family. Um, 
We've got some land, so we grow a huge vegetable garden. Um, so botany is kind of our constant science subject, <laughs> you know. Um, and um, so I've got two kids. Uh, my son is in sixth grade and my daughter's in ninth slash tenth, kind of depending on the subject that she's in. Um, and we've been homeschooling for, I think, seven years. I tried to sit down and figure it out the other night. Um, so I was working before and um, we took my daughter out of school in second grade and started homeschooling from there. Awesome. So what, how would you describe your style? Did you say, are you more eclectic or do you love one kind of approach more than others? I'd say we're more eclectic. Um, I kind of started out more classical and then kind of just, you know, morphed into what worked for us. Mm-hmm. And now the kids are older and kind of just on their own schedule. And we're very big into that you need to own your education and independent learning and all of those kind of things. So, and I love the, we have the freedom to do that. I probably started out like a lot of homeschooling moms trying to recreate school at home. Um, and I had been a classroom teacher for three years. So that was obviously, a, you know, a tendency I would have, but it's been, it's just been really neat to watch our journey change and evolve as the kids have grown and their interests have grown. That's cool. What did you teach when you were in the classroom? What grade levels or subjects were you in? Um, so my first year I had sixth grade and I taught language arts and science. And then the other two years I taught third grade. Very cool. Now it kind of surprised me that you said botany was your thing. Although like with the homestead, of course that would fit in because today we're talking about your site and your subscription service, which is heritageletter.com. So I would have thought you would say your main subject is American history and your homeschool, but I'm sure that's probably a close second. So just kind of tell us like, why did you want to start heritageletter.com? What's the story behind that? Okay. So, um, we're kind of big history buffs. Actually, my husband is more so than I am. He's a huge history buff. Um, and But I did have some teachers and some some experiences that were really great growing up. And my mom and dad took me to Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., you know, all the kind of big places. And um, But one thing that we really enjoy doing as a family is we like to go to living history events. So where there's reenactors that are in period clothing and doing you know, skills and crafts or whatever the work would have been of those time periods. And so we've actually kind of thought about, okay, do we get into the whole reenacting thing, which is daunting because you've got to sew your own clothes and they can't be machine sewed and all this craziness. So we've never had the time to really just pursue that. So we were kind of just thinking one day, what's something we could do that would kind of be an outlet for that desire and that interest And so we came up with the heritage letters that we could kind of mail out something each month that would give people a little bit of a living history experience from their homes. That is so creative. I absolutely love that. Um, my daughter, you sent my daughter some of your letters and she was super excited to get that. She doesn't want to like get rid of certain ones. She has favorites and she's like, you know, she's only seven, but that was very cool for her to get a letter from someone in history. So kind of explain to everyone when they sign up for a heritage letter subscription, what will they get? And you know, how, you know, how do you go about um, figuring out what you're sending people each month? So each month we send out a letter from a different person in American history that is somehow significant to our story as a nation. Um, 
and generally they're people from before I'd say like they've probably all died by like 1950 or somewhere around that time period just because of being able to find things in the public domain that I can use for them and not have to pass that huge charge on to my customers of being able to get images and things like that. So um, it's kind of a mix of people we've studied that we've really liked and that we want to share with other people. Or sometimes I'll have a subscriber that'll send me an email and say, hey, why don't you cover so-and-so? And it's somebody I've never heard of. And so it's been really exciting to get to know new people for us, but also to revisit people we've learned about in the past. So with each letter, um, they get a letter from that person. They get a photo card that'll have a picture of that person, which I try to really tie the picture to the time frame that I'm writing the letter about when I can. And then on the back side of that picture is just a timeline of the person's life, when they were born, when they died, where they, you know, when they moved, major accomplishments, things like that. And then they get another print that is an artifact that is somehow related to the person. Um, so with our recent Rogers and Hammerstein letter, it was a photograph that was kind of a media photo that was used for the initial Broadway premiere. That's fun. And that's actually the one my daughter loved the most. As I told you, she's in Squilt as well. So that really kind of went together really well, learning about the sound of music and then having your letter come in the mail. She was amazed to read about the composer. So that was really fun. What's another recent one that you guys have done that's really been popular with people? Um, I think so. In November, we did Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Um, and I just, I think people really enjoyed just really getting into his poetry. I know I did. I actually went on Instagram, like, and did a bunch of recordings of me reading some of his poems and stuff. Um, but I think people really enjoyed that one. Um, a huge one has been our Laura Ingalls Wilder letter. You know, so many moms fell in love with her when we were little. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just so exciting to share the Little House books and Laura's life with our kids. So that one's been a huge one that people have really liked. So what's the difference? You have heritage letters and then you have American heritage adventure letters. Can you kind of tell us what the difference between those two are? Yes. Okay. So the heritage letter is really our history line or letter. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just general authentic people from American history. The adventure letters are something completely different. And we started those in June, I think, of this past summer. And it's just an explorer that we kind of created. Um, but she goes around and visits only United States sites. So a lot of national parks. Um, we've sent her to see the Liberty Bell in Independence Hall. Um, we sent her to Plymouth, Pawtuxet to visit the Mayflower back in November. So it's kind of just more a fun, like, here's how to share geography of America with your kids and let you visit some places that maybe you've been as a family. Maybe, you know, you're like us and Yosemite is at the top of your dream list of places to go. So kind of um, get to explore that from home. And what's been neat is, you know, as we think about places we want to travel, I can kind of come up with, okay, well, what would I want to do if I was there, you know, and then I have the explorer do those things. So it's been really fun. I imagine there's probably a thousand and one ways you could use these letters in your homeschooling, but what, what do you give um, subscribers? I know you do like a lesson plan ideas. Can you kind of give us some ideas of what you help them, how you help them use it in their homeschool? Like how can they take these letters and then extend the learning through them? 
Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in fact, I actually started doing it slightly different this month. Um, but when COVID hit last year, I started doing week long lesson plans and I included video links. Um, I found some links of, of the authors on YouTube reading their children's books about these different people. Cause when everybody's library shut down, that really hit my subscribers hard because here they're getting a letter about somebody great, but none of us can just go buy every book we want to buy, which is sad. But um, so I just wanted to make a way that people could extend the letters for free from home. I've been trying to find virtual field trips that a lot of the sites offer. Um, most of the people we've covered, I found, have had a historical home or some kind of a site Um where, you know, whether it's their old homestead or, you know, something where people can actually go and see those places. And a lot of those places actually do have virtual tours. So that's on our website. There's also within the lesson plans, we've got book recommendations, um, field trip ideas, and um, I'm trying to think what else, like just different activities, you know, and sometimes I'll section them off by age grade you know, and make it easier for people to say, okay, my kid's seven. So this is something they would enjoy. So that's all on your blog and it's totally for free. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You don't even have to be a subscriber to get to that. So perfect. All right. So we will link to everything, obviously in the show notes. I love this. I was also thinking this is a great idea for when grandparents want to buy your kids something and you don't want more stuff. I think this would be a fun gift idea from the grandparents for the kids. Wouldn't you think, have you heard of anyone doing creative things like that to gift this subscription? Yes. Yeah. We've got several people who have done that. Um, you know, usually in December, we have a whole lot of yes subscriptions that'll come in. For sure. And, but then we've also had people that have gifted it to their grandparents. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, so we've got some older subscribers too. So that's great. And that's, that's exciting to see it not just hit homeschooling families. Um, but we really wanted it to be something that would appeal to lots of families. I've got one subscriber that is actually a friend of mine from college that her kids go to a private school, but she subscribes and it's just something that they do extra as a family. Um, You know, when they're on breaks for school, she'll save the letters up and do things with them then. I love that. So do you have any, as we kind of wrap up here, if I missed anything about Heritage Letter, feel free to like throw it in. But I'm also wondering if you could just leave our listeners with any final encouragement, either regarding teaching American history in their homeschools or just homeschooling in general, because you're an experienced homeschool mom. So you've been around for a while and I know you probably have some encouragement that you could leave us with. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, um, I think that for me, um, you know, you get trapped as a homeschooling mom into, okay, we're doing ancient history this year. So everything we do has to be about the ancient, you know, peoples. And to remember that even just if you hit American history, as we hit major holidays, as we hit Thanksgiving, as we hit Fourth of July, President's Day or Flag Day or any of those different events, just to maybe take a day or two off and make sure your kid knows why we have those things too. Because it's so important to know about the ancient cultures, but we live in this one. And so we have to know to be good citizens and what have you, we need to know our history. So just to make sure that you're kind of interweaving those things. And I think too, like, um, you know, I don't know if you've been to Colonial Williamsburg, yeah, but we've been there and it's, 
awesome. Like we wanted to move to Colonial Williamsburg, you know, quit your job, sell all your stuff and live at Colonial Williamsburg. So it's easy to get trapped into thinking, well, when I take my kids to Washington, D.C., or when I can take my kids to Philadelphia, um, then we'll talk about all these things and we'll really explore. But I think it's really important to explore the history in your own area. So we live in Oklahoma, which, I mean, we don't have just a whole lot of that kind of like revolutionary and early American history, but we do have civil war forts that have reenactments that are great. We've obviously got a lot of native American museums and things like that. So just um, exploring the history where you're at, not always be waiting for the history that you think may come to you if you get to travel, but also paying attention to those traveling exhibits at museums and, um, One thing we did is, I think two years ago, we had a pass to our historical society. So we got into all the historical homes and museums in the state. And it really kind of made us go to those places and learn the history of our state. So I think that would be the biggest thing is just to to do history where you're at and to learn those things and um, just really let yourself immerse in that. That's awesome advice. I don't know if I've ever heard that before from someone that I think it's really practical and it actually takes the pressure off. Like you don't have to go to these places if you can't afford it or you can't go there right now. Like there's still opportunities where you are. I love that advice. Thank you for for thinking of that. So we'll send everyone over to heritageletter.com to check out what you have. But um, thanks, Julie, for taking some time out from your day and joining me here on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure you check out all the links in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 99. And don't forget to check out Pretty Nerdy Press and use that 10% off coupon code 41more. You can find Pretty Nerdy Press if you go to 41more.com forward slash pretty nerdy. Until next time, happy homeschooling.